minutes. It's all about quality and quantity on Brews Day Tuesday. Here is Huck and Big Nate. Huck and Big Nate. All right, so I'm I'm very excited for this round. This okay. is this is there's a reason. Okay. Mentally, I think we progressed logically, but uh, of course, we are doing welcome back into uh, Brews Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant Six Pack Store, the in a beer edition, and um, I'm going to let you go first. All right. Well, I have an athletic brewing and a triple IPA I just got, along with this one, which is a brute IPA round of cheers. And I don't know. We went through a little brute thing. I think it's like a year ago. Might have been two years ago. And everybody was making a brute IPA, and they were not that successful. So this is a in a brute IPA, so you can imagine what my expectations are. Low. I'm gonna take a sip. Yeah, I'll get back with you later on. <laughs> so the the brute thing in, intrigues me, and I think uh, this one I kind of specifically wanted to grab out of there because. Uh, New Year's Eve, traditionally, we have champagne, and that's kind of where the brute comes from, is the, the dry, dry champagne, champagne drier. which has always been one of my favorite styles, and I'm just always intrigued when I see. Yeah, I, I do vaguely remember a couple of brute IPAs hitting the shelves, and none of them were overwhelmingly good. They it were not. I mean, it, did not, it was not really a thing. It's not something that I think translates well to an IPA. To me, it should be juicy, kind of crisp. It was short-lived. But... It's in, it was out. It seems like they were focusing too much on the uh, crisp aspect of it. So, very intrigued. Uh, but this I've got also from Athletic Brewing, one of my favorite styles of beer all around. Of course, I love the sours and the gozas. This is a non-alcoholic goza, which uh, traditionally a goza is a sour with salt. Usually you add some sort of wild yeast in there and it ferments and does its thing and then you kind of cut that fermentation down with the salt. The sea salt particularly has to be sea salt. Uh, so I'm, I'm intrigued at what point this was cut down and uh, excuse me, how it's going to work because it's uh, that less than 0.5% ABV. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to see how a non-alcoholic goza goza. Let's see how it goes. God, that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. So since Nate wouldn't let me talk about what I want to talk about today, but we'll talk about it some other day. Um, let's talk about how you make an N.A. beer. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's probably a, important. We've talked about it. Probably I, should have done that first segment, but here no, we are. No, no, no. They had to listen to our wine in first. So there's apparently there's several ways. I don't know that I can enumerate all of them. And the first way is the traditional way they started is you would make a beer and then the boiling temperature of alcohol is slightly lower than the boiling temperature of water. So you would boil the beer until the alcohol is gone. Unfortunately, how do you make beer? You boil it. 
Yeah. What happens when you boil it? Things change chemically, yeah. specifically hops, malts, all the yummy, yummy things in there were then a little bit wounded by the extra boiling. So that wasn't successful, and nobody liked no. the duels. <laughs> so then, I think it was in Europe they discovered reverse osmosis. Alcohol slightly smaller than water. So they developed techniques to put a membrane between two vessels and to let the alcohol leak out of one vessel and the other vessel. And that was quite successful, although there was, again, some loss of flavorful materials that were also smaller than water. Need a drink. Finally, the other method. Oh, there's two other methods that I know of. One was to chemically precipitate the alcohol out. Didn't work. They tried that. And the final way was to not create the alcohol in the first place. Use everything you used, but less sugars. And yeast, or even used slow, short-lived yeast, and that's what I think Athletic does, and their beer is good. Now, let's circle back to the membrane. Meanwhile, there's been astonishing leaps forward. I read somewhere that. They can make a membrane that will remove any one of 5,000 different chemicals out of something. So they have really got that going. Yeah. And I think a lot of beers are using that, too. But I think that we're going to see uh, actual, we saw a renaissance this year, and we're going to see a lot of N.A. beer coming up. I mean, if you look at what's selling, seltzers are in the toilet. Yep. They're not in the toilet. That's a, that's a misnomer. They're, nobody's getting rich off seltzers because there's way too many of them. They, they, People the are still drinking them, but they're not growing. Yeah. Okay? Budweiser's not growing. Um, craft beer's not growing. What's growing? N.A. beer is growing. And I think, you know, the other thing is the RTDs. I love using initials. Nobody knows. Ready-to-drink beverages are growing. So I think the next thing we should invest our money in is sugar-free RTDs. All right. Low-alcohol, sugar-free RTDs. Little, little investing tip Yeah, I there. think that we should, you know, you throw at least $100 at it. So when you go through that, the list of the processes, the one that stands out to me the most is the reverse osmosis. And the only reason that goes to my brain is, of course, you've got a... a was it Jim Beam that did the uh, the Devil's Cut where they kind of just reheated the barrels and got everything that had been absorbed by the barrel back out? Yeah. What are they doing with, with the alcohol that they filtered out through that membrane? Because it seems like there's also a market there. For, of course, I think of things like uh, um, Milwaukee's Beast or... Uh, like with the with the more fortified. So, like, are they reusing that in any capacity? Well, Could you reuse it in any capacity? The quick answer is, I don't know. 
The more nuanced, <laughs> thoughtful answer is, I don't know. <laughs> it, it seems like, I mean, it, there's got to be, there are people who love their malt liquor. There are people who love their fortified beverages. Seems like there would have to be some sort of use for that. So, uh, If it were me, I would take the alcohol from the NA IPA and put it in the A barley wine. That's what I would do. I think that's that's a solid plan. Or just, you know, put it back in the NA beer. Well, like I said, I think that's not the way. I think most people are not creating alcohol in the first place. I think that's what you're seeing now is a lot of beer. <clears throat> Everything's done, but they're fermenting it. Because, you know, I baked a lot of beer. I made 60 batches of beer. And I can tell you what the alcohol content on any beer I ever made was going to be within a yeah. few points, percentage points. I don't see why you couldn't make a beer. You just have to be careful what you put in it. Yeah. How you flavor it. Watch it. You know, but these guys, these people, you know, as much as you diss these people out there that make beer, they know what they're doing. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's a... a, a passion that comes about casually or kind of because you're going to half-ass it. I think it is something that they take very seriously. And even, I mean, that look at Pabst. They've been doing the same formula all these years. They know what they're making. Like, they know they won their blue ribbon they went all those in, years ago. They went belly up again, I think. But they know what they're doing. They do not business wise, but no. But then, you, but you look at InBev bought Budweiser, and you know, is did it change? I don't know. People are still buying the heck out of it. They don't beechwood age it on big giant stoves of beechwood. They throw a few handful of chips in there now and call it a day. Like I don't remember they back in the day way long ago. There was Bartles and James wine. Oh jeez. And they did these commercials, and it'd be Bartles and James. What? I mean, it was not. Okay, B&J wine coolers. Yeah, I remember yeah, those yeah. glass bottles. And he would say, they would say, we'll serve no wine before it's time. And then, of course, Saturday Night Live, back when it was good, would say something like, we, uh, let it go. I don't care what time it is. Serve that wine. Serve it. It's a funny joke. But anyway. All right, so... Now, now it's time for you to get back to me on that uh, Brute IPA. All right. Brute IPA. Um, a Brute, let me, I'm going to give you the definition of this Brute IPA, which in fact will probably be the definition of all Brute IPAs. It's a pale ale where somebody dialed back the malt, and it's got just a you know smidgen of bitterness on the end. But yeah, this beer it's gonna get. I'm gonna go ahead and score it. All right, Huck's beer buzz on Untapped. And it's nothing personal, guys. Don't be sending me notes about how you made this beer. It was so great. do not waste your hard-earned NA beer dollars on this beer get the triple IPA you know and and I I, I think it's interesting you bring it up because every brewed IPA I've had that's been my exact thought is that they just somebody forgot to make your malt order so you've got to make something and yeah here's a beer here's a beer that 
it's not even going to get me high. It's it's like and a it's hop, not yeah. good. It's like a hop whoa, seltzer. Whoa, whoa, yeah, it's I'll like a drink hop some seltzer. Pond water with amoebas. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go a different direction than you. Oh, good, on my good. Though, I'm because glad because we argued over who got which beer. This, uh, yeah, slightly. I I chose right. You did. This non-alcoholic goes. Uh, you're. I mean, you're not gonna like it. It it it's not necessarily your style i'd be shocked if you gave it higher than a three but as far as gozes go and the fact that it's not alcoholic i would drink this i i would absolutely if i saw it you know and uh you know i have to drive later so i've got to consider what i'm drinking and you know it's this or just a regular goza i may in fact grab this really probably not but <laughs> but but I like to feel I'm I'm feeling positive, so I'm thinking I would make the right. We call decision. that a theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> it's really solid. Uh, the uh, downwinder, non-alcoholic goza from Athletic Brewing Company. It it gets a four and a half. Whoa! So uh, pretty solid. That I think, is solid. I think what they're doing with NA beers, pretty good. I, everything I've had today, I haven't had the brewed IPA yet, but everything has been. Fairly decent. I, I think our um, biggest offender, of course, unfortunately, is the Untitled Art Double IPA, but I think you try to make a double IPA into a non-alcoholic beer, you're going to run into that. But the Pilsner was good. I liked the wheat. Well, but the Athletic did the triple IPA. You, yeah, I thought the triple was delicious yeah. as well. So I mean, so it can be done. Again, I think I'm going to say the Untitled Art is probably using – Osmosis or Heaton. I don't know. But I've read somewhere, I think, the Athletics is using. They're trying to keep it down by using ingredients. Well, all in all, I think this has been a victory. We're kicking off dry January correctly, but uh, maybe we don't make this a habit. Well, we never have, you know. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to. I'm going to try to make it a habit. Okay. But, I mean, I'm almost better off. Not drinking anything. Seriously, this, this is just one more quick, you know, AFib story. Is I quit drinking, you know, for months and months because I was sick. And I came out and one night I had a couple bourbons and immediately went to AFib like I was talking about. And so like two days later, I said, well, I'm just going to have a, you know, athletic N.A. beer. And I sat down with the N.A. beer and drank it and immediately went to AFib. I said, this doesn't even have alcohol in it. How can that happen? But I don't know. I think it's because the stress part. I think the stress is more than alcohol. Because it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I get stressed, I go in. Well, so my goal here is to not stress you out. I think we've had a lot of fun and uh, looking forward to seeing you again soon there, Huck. I hope so. I'd love to be back. All right. Well, uh, that's going to be a wrap for our NA edition of Brews Day Tuesday. Huck, let's go get some real beers. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> See you again next week. Bye. Am I coming back next week?